What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got another wonderful show in store for you. Two more lovely ladies in studio. This is a real trend. This is like three weeks in a row I've had two wonderful women in studio with me. So I hope you'll stay tuned and listen to what we have to talk about. Something very good, very practical today. Today's one of our practical conscious consultant shows. Of course, first we have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham to get us started. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Anyone watching you? Good. This is a double secret experiment. Pretend you just received a phone call with wonderful, mind-blowing, life-changing news. As you put down the receiver, your arms fly up over your head with joy, pumping fists, then waving palms, like you just crossed the finish line before the throngs of adoring fans. You cover your face with your hands, trying to contain the euphoria, but it doesn't work. So you reach for the sky again while shaking your head in disbelief. You're grinning, crying, and just so happy. Yes, life is awesome, and you feel so grateful. Got it? Now, if someone catches you doing this, just tell them it was your pet psychic who called, and they'll forget everything they just saw. Hugs and kisses the universe. Ah, our universe having a little fun with us today, but reminding us how important it is to act as if we just got some amazing news, right? You know, these, these uh, Olympic athletes, when they cross the finish line and they feel great, right? what do they do? They jump up in the air, they sh- shake their hands in the air. What does that do? That puts us into a state of feeling good, of gratitude, so important for our life. And you know what? We don't have to wait to win a gold medal to do that. It's fine to do it anytime. And just remember, if anyone catches you, you were just talking to your pet psychic. Okay, great. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. From Abraham, you cannot look at that which you do not want and not join and perpetuate that vibration. 
Take your attention from that which is not in harmony with who you are and your now vibration will adjust to who you really are. And then you can uplift others. Abraham. So this is a quote. We've had sort of similar quotes like this before from Abraham about how you can't really pay attention to the things that are falling apart, going not the direction you want, the things that just don't make you feel very good and still be uplifting, right? The more we focus on the things that we don't want, the more we hold those things in our vibration, the more we hold them in our energy, the more we sort of perpetuate that same thing. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the more that that coworker like constantly annoying you, the more you focus on them annoying you, the more they're going to annoy you and the more they're going to um, bother you and you're going to feel bothered and, and it's going to feel worse and worse and worse. Whereas instead of focusing on what this person in the cubicle right next to you constantly is saying to you, if you focus on something else that actually makes you feel good, that uplifts you, ah, now then you can shift how you're feeling in the moment and get back to sort of our natural state, which our natural state is one of empowerment, one of joy, one of gratitude. And as Abraham likes to say, it's like we're a cork. And we only feel bad because we're in resistance, which is like holding that cork underwater. And once we let go of the resistance, we let go of the cork, it's naturally going to float up to the top of the water. The same thing happens with our energy and who we are. It's only because we're focusing on these things that just don't make us feel good that um, we decide that our cork is kind of sinking because we're holding, we're in resistance. Once we re- let go of that resistance, ah, you know, then life becomes wonderful. Then uh, we really start to enjoy ourselves, which is our natural state. So I know this may be a little bit controversial. Like people say to me all the time, but Sam, like I can't ignore this thing. It's the truth. Abraham says all the time, truth is a la- the, just because something is true, it's a lousy reason to pay attention to it. Um, we should be paying attention to the things we want to manifest and create in our lives. We want to pay attention to the people we want to have around us, paying attention to the community that we want to build around us that really supports us. That is something worth paying attention to. Um, Just because something is true doesn't mean you have to focus on it. I'm not saying, you know, if you have to deal with something, you deal with it. But when you're dealing with it, don't focus on the fact that somebody screwed up your bank statement. You have to go in and argue with the person in the bank. Focus on the fact that you're going to go in there, talk to a person, get this thing resolved, and then, you know, life will be good. So two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And we'll get to our guests in a minute. First, of course, ooh, wonderful. Uh, Got some nice Facebook live streamers already. Some hearts, some thumbs up. Hey, Shannon. Ah, my good friend Shannon. She's a wonderful content person on the Facebook live stream. If anybody, thank you for listening in, Shannon. Oh, Dan. Wow. All right. Cool. So if anyone wants to join the video on the Facebook live stream, you can just go to my personal uh, Facebook timeline, Sam Liebowitz, spelled L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z in New York City, uh, um, or try our Talking Alternative fan page at facebook.com slash Talking Alternative. So welcome, everyone. And now it is time for me to introduce my guests as I switch the camera around and uh, let us 
let's see. There we go. All right. So I'm going to have to scooch around so I can see if anyone's giving us any comments. But, of course, anyone listening on the Facebook live stream, if you have any questions during the show, just post them and we'll get it. So let me introduce to you our two lovely ladies in studio. On the left, we have Dana Padoff, who is a professional sales coach with Southwestern Consulting, um, which is specialized in sales execution and training for almost 160 years. Dana is a top producer in the B2B, business-to-business, and business-to-consumer sales, consistently ranking in the top 2% in new business generation. She has coached and trained hundreds of top producing salespeople, leaders, and business owners nationwide, and was the 2015 Southwestern Consulting Coach of the Year. And on the right, Rebecca Swanson, with that nice halo on her blonde head. <laughs> she is the marketing manager for Southwestern Consulting in New York City. She got her start in sales as a college student, believe it or not, where she learned how to manage her own business while selling books door to door. During her time in the program, she consistently finished in the top 1% and was number one in the company. After graduating from college, she worked with the sales team at Guilford Mills and then spent the next 14 years running her husband's computer business while running her own art business. You see, she she multitasks two businesses at once. She's like me. I love it. Um, and she came back to Southwestern because of their decades-old principles that um, she believes in very deeply. So, Dana, Rebecca, welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Thanks great for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you guys here. So, um, that was a little bit of your background, but I, I always like to give our audience sort of the personal story. So, Rebecca, let's just start with you. Uh, as a college student, you got into sales. What motivated you to, to do such a crazy thing? Because I think most college students will probably run in the opposite direction. Well, I went to this interview, and um, it was so funny because I said, working 80 hours a week in a place where I don't even know where I'm going to live? Yeah, that's for me. Totally, <laughs> totally, let's do it. I was 18. So I came back to my roommate, and I said, guess what I'm going to be doing this summer? And she said, you are not. And I went to my parents and I said, guess what I'm going to be doing? They said, you are not. <laughs> so um, so I did. And it was pretty rough. It was ex- yeah. extraordinarily difficult. I was in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. I actually got into jail. Into jail? Yeah, they put me in jail overnight. Ooh. Yep. I had some prostitutes praying over me and stuff like that. Seriously. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> Would you knock on the wrong door or something? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. The universe was not with me at that moment. Uh. But it was the most, you know, it was really interesting. I mean, how often do you go to jail? Right. You well, know? hopefully not too often. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just once. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a permit. I got permits after that. Ah. So, so yeah, okay. I did that for six summers. It was an amazing experience. I Do you remember your first sale? No, I don't remember that. You don't remember it? No. I don't remember my first door. I just remember being terrified. And I remember going up to doors crying. Really? So how did you keep going? Have you, I mean, because, you know, that's like a common thing for people, right? I mean, we're trying something new. It terrifies us. And it's like we're in terror. How do you keep going? I don't know how, but I believed in the system. Ah. I totally okay. believed. And my manager said, don't quit. Whatever you do, okay. don't quit. And Southwestern said, just keep going. Oh, and we would be running between doors. It was like this energy, like you were talking about. Okay. So you had support. Yes. You know, you had people encouraging you. You sure. had some outside support. Sure. Wonderful. Sure. That's what I love about Southwestern. They don't let people drop through the cracks. Ah, okay. That's why I'm back. So it's kind of like one of those places that like once you're in, they take good care of mm-hmm. you. 
Cool, cool. Dana, um, I have a feeling you haven't been to jail, right? I have not been to jail. Ah, uh, no. okay. <laughs> so, so what kind of motivated you to go into the sales profession? Um, so I was introduced to Southwestern through the same program. I did that okay. as a college student ah. and, um, and kind of the same, some of the same things that Rebecca was talking about, just the principles, the people, uh, is why I came back to the family of companies. There's about 15 different companies that make up. Wow. The so they're family. a huge organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I did that five summers in college and, didn't go to jail, but I did get the cops <laughs> called on me. So oh, you did! Oh, course. so it was pretty close then. Oh, yeah. oh boy, yeah. we used I'm to call sensing. It is this like a requirement to work for Southwestern? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to have a run-in with the police? Yeah, we used to call it getting your blue light award. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, okay. but my first That's summer, easy. I grew up in Southern California, and my first summer was New Jersey. So okay. quite different Where in from Jersey? San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Um, I was in Old Bridge, New Jersey, okay. Aberdeen, Matawan. So mm-hmm. kind of, I think that's central. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's how I got started as well as knocking on doors. And, yeah. and they did. The principle of the answer always lies behind the next door. Ah, so. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, you both kind of. Uh, started very differently you both kind of left the company and then came back to it so there really must have been something that stuck with you in the beginning um rebecca i mean what was it that like kind of called you back i mean obviously the things you had learned when you first started you carried with you through Mm -hmm. during your life and but what was it that really kind of called you back that said you know what i want to go back to them well, I still have my The Greatest Salesman in the World book from the ah, 70s. Ah, you know Ogmandingo. Yes, I, yes, I still have it, 1976. Yes, <laughs> it's a yes, little yellow. Yeah. But it's the principles. It's the people. You know, it's people that manifest, you know, mm, their destinies. They're not right. people that sit around and complain. Right, right. So and, the and philosophy is just... The people I love. I love the people. Wonderful, wonderful. And we're definitely going to get deep into the mm-hmm. philosophy and what works. What about for you, Dana? What, what brought you back? Um, similar, kind of the principles, the people. You know, I feel very fortunate to be surrounded by, I always joke that we're kind of surrounded by a bunch of motivational speakers all the time. <laughs> and so, um, you know, where else can you be in an environment where your coworkers basically do nothing but build you up? Wow. Um, there's no negativity. There's no tearing each other down. It really is all about seeing people not for who they are, but for who they can become. And Wonderful. And that kind of thing. So Great, great. You know, again, this kind of goes to a point I talk about often on the show about community, mm-hmm. how important community is. And we don't realize, like, who we work with is community, too. So we're going to go out for our first break. Um, I see Soma is listening as well on the Facebook live stream. Welcome, Soma. So um, when we come back, let's start talking about sort of some of these principles and like why um, uh, there's actually quite a lot for anybody to learn, regardless of whether they're in sales or not. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're l- listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. For those on the Facebook live stream, welcome, Camille. If you're wondering, these are my two, seeing the video, these are my two wonderful ladies in studio with us today. We're, we're, we're going for like the, 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 the dynamic duo ladies in a row, three weeks in a row. This week we have Rebecca Swanson and Dana Potoff. So, um, so in the first segment, we talked a little bit about what kind of got the two of you into sales and, and what sort of you know, leaving Southwestern Consulting and then coming back to it. Um, uh, Rebecca, what would you feel is like, I mean, you, you both kind of talked about principles and how the principles that the con- company is founded on it, it really spoke to you and served you. What would you say is the, let's just start with the top principle, the one that really resonated in your heart the most uh, when you learned it? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I would just say... Or one at the top. Okay. People that believe in success mm. and wanna, want everyone to be successful. Ah. It's building people up. Okay. What is success to you? Because different people have different, different definitions yes, of success. Yes, absolutely. It's finding happiness. And mm. that's what we do in our coaching, with our coaching calls. Ah, okay. We help people. One of my clients is, is going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And we did a, an assessment of his personality. And I said, yeah, this is perfect for what you're doing. And he said, my wife doesn't feel, feel that way at all. And mm. we were talking about his management style. And I said, you are going to be such a great manager. Ah. You know, so, so and he said, I, I so much appreciate that. I don't think people in general in our lives get built up right i think it's more pushing people down so that we can feel better Mm -hmm. and this is building people up so that we all feel better yeah 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 it's definitely a shift in consciousness a lot of people uh, you know it's not uncommon to see people especially in the work environment who feel like they have to step on you and step over you in order for them to build themselves up but I mean, I have seen it in a lot of organizations is actually starting to shift and people are beginning to realize that you can actually do more by building each other up than by tearing each other down. Mm. Uh, Dana, how about for you? Is there one particular principle that really spoke to you so much that that you know, really lives with you every day? Um, I think the the most lasting principle from Southwestern Advantage, which is the college program, mm-hmm. um, like their motto is building character in young people. Ah, and I think just okay. that principle of, of really building character in people kind of along with what Rebecca was saying, like helping build people up, helping people 
really see the best in themselves and become them be their best selves. Because right. um, like you said, everybody's definition of success is different. Right. And, and so to me, success really is just the pursuit of excellence in mm. every area of your life. Mm. You know, if, if you're very, quote unquote, successful at work, but your you know, wife hates you, to me, that's not success. Right. So it's, it's pursuing excellence in every area. Right. And so I think just that concept of building character in people right. um, and, and caring about people and wanting to see people succeed. Right, right. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, so one of the things uh, when, we, when we talked beforehand a little bit, uh, Rebecca, was, was talking about the foundation of building a why for our lives, which is mm -hmm. kind of what I used to, to title this show. Mm -hmm. well, what do you mean by building a why for our lives? Well, just like what Dana was, was uh, talking about, which is what, how do we want our lives to look? Mm. You know, we're only here that we know of mm -hmm. once, you know, <laughs> and we want to have our very, very best life. Right. So how is it we want to see our family? How do we want to see our friends? What kind of people do we want to hang out with? What, where do we want to travel? You know, just visualizing where we're going in our lives, mm. having a plan, mm. you know, what do they say? People spend more time planning their vacation than their lives. Yes. <laughs> you know? So that's kind of an odd thing. You know, let's plan our lives too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, I'm curious. Do, would you be interested in sharing what's the why for your life? Sure. Yeah. Sure. You know, I, I'm an artist and mm -hmm. I, and I, and I also ran my husband's company and it closed in 2014 and we were sort of ah. like, what do we do now? And I continued to be an artist, but I was lost and, you know, like uh, isolated. Okay. So I came back to Southwestern and my why is, honestly, I wanted to build my life better. You know, I uh, needed a coach. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? I felt the need to get things together better mm -hmm. than what I had. Right. So, so in coaching other people and, and being coached by everyone in the company, I'm finding... I'm, f I'm still finding my why. Ah, okay. I'm still, I'm still, you know, I work on my vision board and I work on my goal setting and I work on, you know, what do I want to accomplish this month? Uh, you know, what's important? What's the one thing I want to do today? Yeah. So it's still, it's a work in progress for me. Gotcha, gotcha. But it's, it sounds like you want to be sort of plugged into um, that, that dynamic of being helped and helping others. I don't have children. Ah, or grandchildren. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted the grandkids. But ah. um, yeah, so what I want to do is to be able to leave a legacy in some way. Ah. And through helping other people, I know that I've changed their lives. Ah. Because nice. they tell me. Yeah. And I love it. I love yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, it's I great getting that. that feedback. Yeah. How about for you, Dana? What, what's a why for you? Um, so I would say my why, well, how I define the why is really your purpose. Mm -hmm. um, really why are you even here what are you what that legacy that you're going to leave behind right. and I talk about this actually a lot with coaching clients is mm -hmm. you know a lot of times especially in business we get very focused on results right you know we look at the end result how much money right. have we made how many clients do we have but you can't really control a result mm -hmm. you know a result is just a byproduct of your habits right and so I talk about kind of this results pyramid where you have mm -hmm. you know results at the top which are built on habits your habits mm -hmm. are a reflection of your goals mm -hmm. and we tend to I think as a society we've gotten fairly good at this idea of goal setting yeah. right like the trips I want to take or the house I want to buy or the right. car I'd like to have right but often we don't go deeper than that and, yeah and to me 
your vision is the long-term picture. Mm -hmm. That's the foundation of the goals, Mm -hmm. but your why is even deeper than the vision. It's your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's figuring out what's, who's the person you want to become Mm -hmm. rather than what do I want to have or what I want to do? Who do I want to be? Right. Exactly. Um, Exactly. And so for me, my why is just to um, love God and serve people and love Mm -hmm. people and serve God. And in doing that, um, helping people see the best in themselves and helping them become the best that they can be. So that to me is my why. And um, Now you're speaking my language. Cool. <laughs> you know, we, we, we used to have a, a show on, on Talking Alternative called The Dudes of Disruption. These three guys who were coaches, their show actually got picked up by a Harlem FM radio station. And I remember they had this one show where they talked about what's your higher purpose. Mm-hmm. And like this, they had their... their their rules of uh, disruption and one of the rules was you know have a higher purpose and when I was listening to them it kind of to me personally it came naturally of like I knew I never thought about having a higher purpose but I knew right away what it was and I know it's for me personally it's about helping in the unfoldment of consciousness on the planet it's helping people to to helping to raise the consciousness of people from wherever they are to wherever they can go sort of similar to, to you Dana and and Ever since then, whenever anyone asks me, you know, what do I really want to do? Where am I? It's all around that. It's raising consciousness for me personally. So it was very helpful for me to think about that question. What's your higher purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and Rebecca, I, I know you think you're, you're not so sure. I, it sounds to me like you really do know what your why is. Um, it's maybe having the courage to really state it that like here's the line in the sand like this is what i stand for um uh but yeah you you really do know i can tell <laughs> um there's a lot of fear sometimes though in coming to that isn't there dana oh definitely i think fear is the number one thing that holds people back yeah um and there's obviously been several studies on fear right you have the most common right. fears fears of the unknown fear of rejection um a really common one, though, that a lot of people don't define or describe or talk about a lot is actually fear of success. Yeah. Um, this fear of if I hit that level, there's going to be all this expectation that I have to hit the next mm. level. Um, and fear we talk about with our coaching is an acronym. Mm-hmm. And you've probably heard it before. False evidence it's appearing, appearing real. real yes. That most of the things we fear never come to pass. Mm-hmm. But it holds us back from from so much yeah fear of what people might say or might do right right yeah yeah fear of what other people uh thinking or or saying about us Uh, rebecca fear how do you deal with it well i say a lot of prayers Mm -hmm. i cry if i have to crying is good you know crying actually detoxifies the body Mm -hmm. yeah i exercise a lot and I expand myself and I understand that something's going to be difficult. It's going to be like learning how to ride a bike. You fall off. Right. You get back on. You fall off. Eventually, you know, you're riding 25 miles and it's no big deal. Right. So so really this whole sort of negative connotation that we have to quote unquote failure. I I just was talking to a a coaching client the other day about this whole idea of fear of failure. And it's like, why are we so afraid of failure? You can't have success without failure, Mm -hmm. right? And we learn, don't we learn more from our mistakes and our failures than we do from our successes? Well, hopefully we learn from both, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, totally. And it's like, wow, I don't necessarily have to do that again, but I'm glad I went through it. 
because right. look at where I am now. Right. I'm exactly. not afraid of that anymore. Right. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, and we've like from the days of selling books, they always used to say action cures fear. And ah. the way that you get over a fear is you just do it like, okay. you know, act your way out of it. So I think we talk about the lot with coaching is action cures fear. And I think that purpose is the is the um, prescription, if you will, okay. to to remedy fear, you know, and this idea purpose of fear. So explain that just a little bit more. Um, so the, the purpose being the bigger picture, the why, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if your why is the legacy that you want to leave behind and the person you want to be. Um, typically speaking, the person you want to be, the legacy that you want to leave is to impact others. And so it typically tends to be others focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Rory, one of our business partners, he always says it's hard to be nervous when you're focused on service. Mm. So if you really are focused on the service aspect, and I think that's something that brought Rebecca and I both back to Southwestern mm-hmm. is it's so service minded. Yeah. You know, we promote servant selling and servant leadership mm. and putting others before self. Mm-hmm. And when you have a bigger picture or you have other people that it's about them and not you, mm. um, that helps to eliminate a lot of the fear. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, great, great. I'll tell you what, let's go off for our commercial break now. When we come back, let's let's talk about that, about working with other people because yeah, especially in the sales industry, you work with all kinds of people, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> so when we come back, let, let's talk about that a little bit. And of course, um, if anybody has any questions or comments, you feel free to call in on our toll-free number, 877-480-4120. Or feel free to comment on our Facebook live stream at Sam Liebowitz, that's spelled L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z in New York City. Uh, and we'll be back after this. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. For those of you joining us for the first time, just to let you know, we do this every Thursday at 12 noon. You know, I've been listening to some of the other shows and I realized, like, they always say, oh, yeah, we're like this time every week and I like I never say that on my show so I figured I'd say it and for those of you on a Facebook live stream you're looking at our two lovely guests Rebecca Swanson and Dana Padoff um, from Southwestern Consulting a 
coaching, coaching and consulting company. Um, so we've been talking so f- about a bunch of things, about principles, about fear, about our whys. But really, ultimately, whatever kind of business we're doing, whatever kind of profession we're in, uh, unless you're only surrounded by computers and that's all you do all day long, you're pretty much interacting with people. Um, so, Rebecca, um, when you're dealing with people, people have different personalities, don't they? Do they? <laughs> I, I have a sneaking suspicion that the people you were in jail with are a little bit different than maybe the people you're working with today. So, um, A little bit. Just yes. a little bit. So, so, But they each had distinct personalities as well, you know. Yeah. But when we talk about when we we talk about um, navigate is yes. one of the things I'm just going to show this book. Yes, uh, yes, navigate I see you holding book. Navigate by Dustin Hillis. It's um, selling the way people like to buy. Okay. And what that is is understanding their personalities. Right. So we're we're service minded towards them. Right. How do they like to buy? So we're right. speaking to their to their personalities. So so how do you find out a little bit about them? Well, there's four distinct type of personalities. And okay. I'm going to talk about the people-oriented um, personalities, and Dana's going to talk about the more task-oriented personalities. Okay. Is, is this based on the Myers-Briggs or on DISC? DISC, more like DISC. DISC, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a little bit familiar with DISC. I had a, a coach, Tim Davis, who was very into DISC. Um, but now I, find, I found this whole group of people who really into Myers-Briggs, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is fascinating, too. So anyway, go ahead. Sure. Personalities. Sure. So people-oriented personalities would be either an entertainer or a mm-hmm. counselor. Mm-hmm. So an entertainer is kind of like what you what you, what it sounds like. Yeah. So you, if you're looking at an entertainer, they have fun hair, fun glasses, fun clothes, you know, bright colored clothes, things like that. They're happy. They're enthusiastic. They're really, really fun. They like to play, mm. you know, those those sorts of personalities. Right. And the way you want to talk with them mm-hmm. is by saying, building a lot of rapport before you get down to any kind of business and talking about other people like you know i just saw sam Leibowitz the other day did, did did you listen to his show oh yeah yeah he's so cool isn't he you know like you want to talk about people how do you know them tell you know uh, what's their story uh-huh. a whole rapport building through other people right 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 okay okay and then the counselor they're a little bit more conservative mm-hmm. you can tell what they by their dress if they're in a business suit it might be sort of a solid type of color conservative maybe blue shirt blue tie nothing no red socks like an entertainer might have red socks on red socks (laughs) yep (laughs) case in point case in point (laughs) but not a not a counselor with counselors if you go into their office they have pictures of their family you know a lot very family oriented very team oriented Mm. and they want their team to be on board or their family to be on board before they make a decision. Ah. So it's a whole group kind of decision-making process. I see. I see. So if you're trying to get business from these types of personalities, right. with an entertainer, what you want to do is not talk about detail. Uh-huh. They're not into the details. Right. What you want to do is you want to dream with them. Mm. You want to say, well, okay. let's look at this down the line like if you had a crystal ball for instance yeah. how would you see your life uh, how would you see this product in your life right. let's paint a really beautiful picture of what that would look like right. okay does that right. make sense gotcha gotcha what's the big picture that's right right that's right what's right. the dream right right okay and then with the counselor what it would be more like um let me give you some time to 
think about this with your team. Hmm. Let me walk, let me go make a couple of phone calls and why don't you guys talk about your you know among yourselves and and let's see you know when I come back what might be the next step. Right, right. So right. it's a much more slower pace. Are there any cues in what a person says that might indicate whether they're a counselor or an entertainer? Counselors ask the question how, such ah. as how can I help you? Okay. And you've heard this when you you know you're on the phone with somebody they'll say right. how can I help you? Right. And um, an entertainer, what do they ask? I forget. Their question is who? 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 Right. Who right. else? Right. Right. They want to know other people. Who? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. And Dana, what are the uh, two other types of personality types? Um, so the two other kind of behavior styles we talk about in coaching and, and with our company are the um, fighter and the detective. So uh-huh. just to give a little kind of background on this whole concept, right? It's based around DISC, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference with Navigate is it's really it's really designed to give people an, an understanding of behavior style, okay. not just personality. Because uh, um, personality okay. definitely gives you, a, you know, some insight into so how somebody does make decisions. Mm-hmm. But Navigate is, is completely focused on how does this person actually make decisions? What is their mm. behavior in a buying and selling situation? What's their behavior in a work setting? What's their behaviors with other people right. as opposed to just personality? And um, the reason that this is so powerful, the reason that this is so important is regardless of whether you're in sales or whatever, business, anything, mm-hmm. um, you kind of hit the nail on the head is we're kind of all in sales. Yeah, right? um, <laughs> absolutely. We talk a lot about with our clients, sales is just a transference of emotion. That's it. Oh, okay. So if we're dealing with other people, there's always some sort of sale going on. I'm right. selling myself. I'm selling an idea. I'm selling right. a product. Right. Um, when you're dating, that's a sale. Every, right. everything Mostly selling sales. ourselves, yeah. ultimately. Yeah. Exactly. So the idea behind this is really understanding, you know, we talk about um, the seven second rule Mm -hmm. and how they say you've got seven seconds to make a first impression. Mm. So are you making the same impression with every single person you meet or are you cognizant of the fact that everybody's different? And Mm. are you being a chameleon, if you will? Are you Mm -hmm. navigating the way you communicate with people to what works for them Mm -hmm. as opposed to just what works for you? Mm. And what we find with most people is we approach everybody the same way. We approach everybody from our own lens. Right. You know, as instead of looking at, well, how does this person see the world and how can I relate to them? Mm. Um, And so that's the idea of navigate. Most of the time, you know, most of our clients, if you're in business or if you're in sales or whatever you're in, most of the people we surround ourselves with, most of our clients tend tend to be like us. Right, right. Um, Similar personality, similar interests. And the idea behind this is if you want to expand your business, you need to realize not everybody's like you. Right, exactly. Um, And so if you want to tap into the rest of the market, it's learning how to speak their language. Right, and that's really a learned skill. Like we don't naturally approach people where they're at like as you said before Mm -hmm. we kind of do it what the way we are it really takes a shift in awareness Mm -hmm. to be able to say hmm let me try and figure out what type is this person or that person and again i know some people like don't like the idea of labels or types but they're generalizations Mm -hmm. of behaviors and it's just like if if i can communicate more effectively with you by understanding like what appeals to you more then i can have more of a positive impact with you than if i just approach you and in a way that that doesn't appeal to you at all exactly so this even works i've had clients that i've talked about navigate with and they go home and they have better communication with their spouses yeah or their kids Kids, their families 
um, because it is understanding. I think it they kind of go hand in hand how you're talking about raising consciousness. Mm-hmm. And to me, a lot of raising consciousness is understanding that the way that I see the world is the way that I see the world. It's not yes. necessarily everybody else's truth or reality. Right. And so navigate kind of the whole idea behind that is understanding that it's not right or wrong. I think when when people don't communicate the way that we communicate, if we don't Mm -hmm. have that higher level of consciousness, we Mm -hmm. tend to place blame Mm -hmm. or we tend to think that other people are wrong um, and we're right. And so this is just understanding there isn't necessarily a right or a wrong. We're just different. And so the more we can learn to communicate, the better. So how do we become conscious of that? Like, how do we, uh, I mean, I know it takes practice, but kind of start to flip that switch of, hmm, okay, this person is communicates differently from me. How do we start to be aware of that? Um, I think a couple of things. It's having the awareness that we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> yes, I love um, that one. We should be listening twice as much as we speak. speak. Yes. We tend to want to talk about ourselves or talk a lot. But the more you can conscientiously you know, listen. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Covey talks about listen with the intent to understand, not with the intent to reply. Why? Right. Seek to understand before being understood. Right. I think a lot of that comes from a sense of um, of knowing yourself. Yeah. Like if, if I'm confident in who I am, right. Um, someone else being different doesn't threaten my sense of self. Right. Right. So right. if I know myself, then I'm not worried or fearful or. Um, combative when someone is different I can I can embrace their differences yeah absolutely and that's a lot of the work I find myself when I work with clients is really it the understanding first comes of ourselves Mm -hmm. and when we truly deeply deeply understand ourselves then we kind of get other people because we have similar fears we talked about fear before we have similar fears similar motivations and ultimately we all just want to be happy happy don't mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i think you know ha- having those basic understanding like understanding we're all different understanding that's okay and then learning how to communicate differently that's the whole idea behind navigate so we looked at right. b- it is based in disc testing but what are those right. behavior styles so the entertainer the counselor which are very people oriented right. and then the other two are the fighter and the detective which are more task oriented i see so your fighter is a get to the point type of person uh, um, they don't like a lot of the extra rapport building uh-huh. so if i'm trying to build relationship with somebody or just communicate with somebody which in every aspect of life hopefully that's what we're trying to do is communicate mm-hmm. better with people build relationship with people um then it's understanding that if I'm talking about all the things we have in common or all the people we know, mm-hmm. but I'm talking to a fighter, mm-hmm. uh, it's actually going to do the opposite of what I want it to do. Right. It's not going to create connection. It's actually right. going to annoy them. Right, right, you know? right, right. So you want to, so with a fighter, I take it, you want to like just get to the point quickly. Get to the point. So, right. so like key, f- key phraseology is, well, the reason I'm calling you is, mm. or, Hey, the reason I, I wanted to talk to you is, mm. um, again, even when with communicating with spouses or kids, if you, if you have right. a spouse who's a fighter, right. <laughs> it's like, Hey, well, the reason that I did that was, right. so it's, it's really getting to the point. Right. Um, fighters tend to be what we would consider kind of type a personality uh-huh. they're drivers mm-hmm. um you can tell a fighter by the environment so like you said what are some of the cues mm-hmm. you know um rebecca mentioned entertainers are much more like think of a peacock right just <laughs> colorful you know their their desks or their offices would be much more full of mm-hmm. of 
things, you know, right. whereas a fighter, you're going to see their, their diploma on the wall. You're going to mm. see their trophies. You're going to uh. see their accomplishments. Okay. And, and quickly, let's just start talking about the detective a little bit before we go to break. Sure. So a detective is the most detail oriented out of the four. Uh. They're the slowest um, detectives and counselors are the slowest to make decisions, but a detective, they just want facts they want percentages they want mm. numbers they're very organized so mm. if a detective kind of what we would probably consider a little ocd mm-hmm. like if a detective were to walk into an entertainer's office they would probably go crazy because <laughs> you know? they're like oh my gosh it's not organized enough they yeah so if like an accountant order. came into my office they'd have a fit exactly right? <laughs> yeah and it is interesting because you do find people tend to um go towards specific careers based off of some of these personality or or behavior styles, which is really interesting. Right, right. Yeah. So like the more detail oriented kinds of careers are going to be your detectives. Your detectives would be like a CPA, even a lot of financial advisors Ah, um, because they're numbers, they're number crunchers. And so it's interesting. We coach a lot of financial advisors because it is a sale. um, And that's one of the most difficult things for them is understanding that just because I want facts and numbers and percentages doesn't mean my client needs that. Right. Like Rebecca right. said, if I'm working with an entertainer, they don't want all the details. Right. So I don't need to spend five hours putting together details and percentages mm-hmm. with an entertainer. Right. Um, right. So yeah, it's just understanding the other side. Right. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Oh, we got a bunch more uh, viewers on our Facebook live stream. Welcome Brigitte, Debbie and Merrill. Good to see you all. Um, okay, so we're going to take our, believe it or not, last break of the show. You see, I told you an hour goes by okay. really fast. And when we come back, let's uh, tie it all up together and we'll let you know how you can get in touch with uh, Dana or Rebecca if you're interested in learning more about their services. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Our guest this hour has been Dana Padoff and um, Rebecca Swanson of Southwestern Consulting. We've been talking all about personality types, our why, fear, you know, all the things that kind of play into the life that we end up leading, right? It, it's, 
it's we're we're kind of holistic beings and i know sales is one of these subjects that people hate to talk about unless you're a salesperson per se but uh, the the realization that we're all constantly selling ourselves and if we're not selling ourselves to someone else we're selling ourselves to ourselves right how much time do we spend justifying ourselves in our own minds in our own heads sometimes if we pay attention to that internal dialogue and internal thought so these are important things because they help us in all areas of our lives. Um, now, Dana, I'm, I'm just curious. So we've talked about a lot of things. So when you sort of work with a client, what does that kind of look like? Um, yeah, so a lot of what we've been talking about with the behavior styles with Navigate, first and foremost, we actually have all of our clients take the Navigate assessment ah, okay. so that we have a good feel for what their communication style is. Gotcha. Um, there's about 70-ish people around the country that do what Rebecca and I do, which is coach um, salespeople, business owners from every industry. So primarily we're very sales focused just because that's what kind of our company is known for. Um, But we coach a lot of business owners, just anybody that is interested in creating work-life balance. So whether it's, Mm. um, you know, time management and schedule or just increasing profit, anybody Mm -hmm. who's running a business is usually interested in at least those two things. Um, But we start out with somebody, we have them take the Navigate assessment, we match them up with a coach that's right for them. Ah, Um, so it's a similar style or a complementary style? uh, It depends. So Ah. it depends on the style. There are certain styles that go well with others. Okay. Um, It also depends on what somebody's looking to get from coaching. I see. Right, so for example, I have a client who um, is a very, very high-performing salesperson Mm -hmm. um, to the point where he actually doesn't want more business, but he wants help organizing his schedule, creating systems, having a work-life balance. Gotcha. Um, On the flip side, a lot of our clients do come to us because they want to make more money. Right. So it depends on what they want to get from coaching. Right. Um, Depends on the type of coaching style they prefer, whether they like a, a coach that's a little bit you know, more stringent or they like someone who's a little bit more of a cheerleader. Uh, Um, But I think the most important is all of our coaches are phenomenal. I mean, mm -hmm. every coach comes from a background of having um, experience as a top producer. We've done the things we're coaching people to do. Um, So we match people up with the right coach. Mm -hmm. And then the the heart of coaching is a one-on-one custom tailored call with their coach Mm -hmm. um, every other week. Okay. So every other week you have about a 45 minute call with your coach and we really dig into what's going on with, with individuals and their business and their lives. Mm -hmm. So this isn't, you know, a group training. This isn't a one size fits all curriculum. Okay. So it's very customized, very specific to the individual. Very much so. Very much so. So we do have an incredible curriculum that's based on, you know, 150 year old principles that have worked. Mm -hmm. It's based on what's working in the market today. Mm -hmm. It's based off of, um, you know, what other coaching companies that are successful have done. Um, But we really meet people where they're at. So Mm -hmm. it's a one-on-one call every other week in between every call the whole idea with what we do mm-hmm. is really helping people create new habits uh, I see. Um, because we can read every book in the world we can listen to every podcast <laughs> right. there is um, <laughs> right. if we don't implement if, if we, we don't, don't implement 
it's it's not a total waste of time but if we don't implement we're not going to get where we want to go as quickly as we'd like to and so what we really do as coaches our our main job first and foremost is just holding people accountable yeah yeah. um, helping them create new habits right because we will do like if we know we have that call coming up with a coach we'll make sure the night before we get whatever done we had to get done but if we had to do it for ourselves we just keep putting it off wouldn't we yeah and you think about you know as as kids we had teachers and coaches and parents and we had all sorts of people holding us accountable to Mm. go to school and you know do our homework and go to practice and then we become adults with more responsibility than ever and it's like who's holding the adults accountable yeah it's it's usually nobody unless you hire somebody to do it do it right Um, and the bills doesn't kind of you know i've got bills that doesn't make it work yeah yeah exactly so that doesn't push you beyond Mm-hmm. you know, to reach your potential. And, and how long is a typical engagement? I mean, if, if somebody is working with one of you, is it for a month, two months, six months, a year? Or yep. I mean, I understand that it can be different depending on the individual. But Yeah, so we always start with a year. Oh, okay. um, we found that's the sweet spot when we can work with mm-hmm. someone through every season. Obviously, we've oh. been around long enough. We've tried everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, a year is really where we see really great, results with people and we see incredible and what kinds of shifts would you see typically in a year um for a lot of clients just the feedback that that i've gotten and Mm -hmm. rebecca you can speak to what you've heard too um is mindset like Ah. a lot of clients they they tell me that they it's a paradigm shift it's Mm. a it's a conviction in what they do it's Mm. a belief in what they do it's a belief in themselves Mm. um you know i had one client that that I sold coaching and he's, he has a different coach, but Mm -hmm. he was telling me, um, before working with her and really talking about affirmations Mm -hmm. and mindset and, and being conscientious of the words that you use and how powerful your words are. Mm -hmm. Um, he said, I I never realized how negative I was. Ah, I I wasn't even aware that I was negative to myself and my team. Um, so we do a sales coaching, but we also do a leadership coaching um, curriculum and program. And that really is all about, you know, we find a lot of people have been through corporate training Mm -hmm. or technical training for whatever their career is. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people who've elevated into a leadership position have actually never had any sort of guidance or training when it comes to leadership. leadership. Absolutely. Um, And so for a lot of our clients, it's mindset, because I think once you can shift your mindset and truly truly believe in what you're doing believe you're providing a service believe that to not talk about what you do is actually doing a disservice to people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, because people deserve to hear about what you do those types of kind of mental shifts uh, for a lot of people changes the whole game yeah um so that's a lot of feedback i've gotten is the mental shift and then obviously of course that goes along with that is increasing income you know we've got plenty of people that double and triple their incomes and and things of that nature right so so rebecca that sounds like a lot of what you guys work on is how somebody is being in a situation not just what they're doing that's correct one of my managers that um is coached by somebody else he when i first approached him he wanted to fire everyone in the office (laughs) he just hated his office he now is much more relaxed much calmer and his team is producing a lot more Mm. because he's helping them to to be themselves he's helping work with their personalities what what motivates them Mm. and another one of my clients is just overcoming her fear we role play on the phone Mm. so we practice making phone calls Mm -hmm. because she was terrified of Mm. doing that she didn't know what to say so we worked on scripts okay and she said you know what 
I'm not perfect right now, and that's okay. Ah, that's that a big was step a big forward. Step, yeah, big, big step. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And one one last client. Um, he has increased seventy two percent in about six months. Mm-hmm. He's twenty three years in sales. Mm-hmm. Hated his job. Mm. Never did very much, you know, very well. Mm-hmm. He starts. He loves his job now. Mm. He loves his job. He loves making phone calls. He's going out and seeing clients. You know, he's just having fun. That was what I said. Make everyone laugh. Ah. Everyone you speak to, I want you to make somebody laugh. laugh. Ah, good, good, good. So, am I doing my job today? Yeah. Have I made you guys laugh enough? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so just briefly before we close out the show, uh, Southwestern Consulting has been around almost 160 years. There, there really must be something to this company to last that long. There are not too many companies that can that can say and is it is it privately held right yes mm-hmm. right so how many privately held companies are there that are 160 years old do, do you know anything about like how it got started i do actually it was started by a minister in tennessee ah. and they were a publishing company and they started he started giving bibles to college kids and they would take their horse and buggy and go out and sell books door to door they had to stop during the civil war Right. Obviously, and mm-hmm. then they started back up after that. But yeah, it it started as a, a Bible company oh, out of Nashville, and it's it's actually an international company. People wow. from Estonia come over here to sell books door to door. Oh wow, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing! Yeah. And and just out of curiosity, here in the New York office, how big is the New York office? I think you're, you're looking, looking at, at it. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Oh, two great choices if you're yeah. working here in New York. Amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. So I- if anybody has uh, uh, heard anything during this hour that they want to know more about what you do and uh, stuff, uh, where Dana, where can they go to find out more about you and about your services? Yeah, so we obviously, our company has a website, southwesternconsulting.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to ma- just for clarification, so our division, the, the coaching, consulting, training, speaking, mm-hmm. um, we've actually only been around for 10 years. Ah, okay. um, but in that time frame, you know, we do sales training for Google, Verizon, AT&T, LinkedIn, Dropbox, like we've grown significantly. Okay. Um, but the parent company has been around for 160. Gotcha. And basically how we started is we said, let's take those principles and pass them along to the professional world. Ah, I see. Um, but yeah, southwesternconsulting.com, you can find out information to actually get in touch with, um, with somebody. Your best bet is actually to find Rebecca Okay. on um, LinkedIn, I think, right? Yes, Rebecca Swanson, Southwestern Consulting. On LinkedIn. And if okay, you contact great. her on LinkedIn, um, that way you're getting directly to us as opposed to having to navigate. Right, right, right. You know, I, I don't know. Do you want to give out your email address, Rebecca? Yeah, sure. It's rswanson at southwesternconsulting.com. Okay. Wonderful. And my cell mm-hmm. is 917-856-3931. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming in studio today. It's been thank a pleasure you. having it's you been here. Great it's been lots you. of fun. Good. Love people who talk my my language. And <laughs> let me just flip it around for a second. My Facebook live stream. Ooh, come back here. There we go. And I really want to thank all of our listeners, both internationally, all of our Facebook live stream. I hope you liked today's show. If you did, please share it with other people. Let people know about the Conscious Consultant Hour so that we can spread the word. I I really appreciate all of you. We will be back next week. I don't think I have two women next week, so I'm going to (laughs) break my streak of three weeks in a row of, of two women in the studio. But thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week.
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 